strange. 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 Oh, that's interesting. You can probably like check out episode one of uh, the fans of the podcast. A big fan of this shit. Uh, Yeah. So what's going on on the menu? um, I actually just got my weed delivered. Uh, It's funny we're we're running like low, and then I was like, "Where the fuck is it?" Like I ordered it on last Thursday. Today is Wednesday, Um, and I got it on Tuesday because we had the holiday. And then I checked my shit, and it showed right up. I got like my strange brew mask. I got my I got my shit pretty much all in the mail in the same day. But I got some pink Bubba Kush. But also I got one of these diamond pens, disposable pens, and I got Gorilla Glue because I think I know Gorilla Glue's uh, a high hybrid or it's a sativa so i want something to even it out and i also got yeah. some scotch again <laughs> nice yeah yeah uh, i'm just drinking on this and picked it up the other day i was like let me try it out popped it in the freezer before the podcast so do you like it good. yeah dude it's, it's actually pretty smooth that's good fuck yeah <sighs> all right so beer. we're gonna get into astral projection uh, I've always wanted to cover this. Before we start, have you done it before, bro? Uh, I've discussed this before that, um, I don't know what episode it would have been on, but I've tried to astral project. I've never gotten there because I've always, you know, I've always been scared. Something always trips me out and scares me. I think we've talked about this before on the sleep paralysis episode. Is that like, I've, I've attempted to do it and I've tried, but... I can never succeed, and most times my brain trips me out, and I've, if you go back, listen to the Shadow People episode, or even kind of peep into our sleep paralysis episode, I had a scary experience with sleep paralysis, so having to force myself into it is like the scary thing, right? As soon as you get, like, I've felt vibrations, because I've, um, I used to do like breathing techniques and stuff like that while I was sleeping, you know, I always feel like I would get there, like close to it, and then I would scare myself out of it. Yeah, it's like the, it goes hand in hand with the lucid dreaming and the sleep paralysis. I, you know, we talked about this on on the one that we did about sleep paralysis. I haven't had a sleep paralysis episode in a little bit now. Well, that's good. I usually have it like in a row, and then like I haven't had one. I, I try to have one not too long ago, but I always end up falling asleep before I can. Like you know yeah. how you have to lay there and you have to wait really and, and relax you have to and, yeah you have to and there's like techniques that we'll get into but the most well-known one is right you like the whole pur- purpose there's different ways to do it like uh i have some methods down the road we can talk about but i've heard different ways like you you have to relax your entire body so there's definitely youtube fucking videos that will tell you how to do it it's about yeah, but your body starts tricking you right yeah. you start to get an itch yep or you'll start to want to turn over and stuff like that that's just your body like trying to get you out of it kind of yep. sort of no, I and don't, yeah, that's it happens exactly. to me all the time. 
Yeah, your body is like tricking you to make you, or or you have like muscle spasms and shit like that because your body mm-hmm. is not used to being that still. It's about concentration. But uh, we'll just get into it, and I'll tell you a ways down the road because there's a good one that I I've tried to try when I was younger, but uh, not recently. So here uh, I'll read. Yeah. I'll read for those that don't know. Yeah, what astral projection is? It's and this is the wiki the Wikipedia. Uh, definition right whatever however however you want to take that yeah it is a term used in esto uh, esotericism that's a I'm big sorry. word esotericism <laughs> to describe an intentional out-of-body experience or obe that assumes the existence of a soul or consciousness called an quote-unquote astral, astral body that is separate from the physical body and capable <laughs> of traveling outside it throughout the universe and before we get into it, it's it's funny because me and you have done mythology like the Nordics and stuff like that. Yep. And how they believed in different in nine different realms and dude, I'm so on board with this type of shit. Like this goes so deep as far as different dimensions and unlocking that true potential and getting and then it gets kind of woo woo and maybe right kind of gets into <laughs> with helena blavatsky and stuff yeah, like that alien where shit and weird alien stuff. shit demonic angel spiritual type of thing it gets it gets pretty far out there but that's just the gist of it right yeah and a little side note the idea of astral travel is ancient and occurs in multiple cultures and we can we'll talk about that later yep. on the modern terminology of quote-unquote astral projection was coined and promoted by 19th century theosophists which i've been meaning to get into that theosophy well, and we I can haven't. uh we can get into it sometime on strange ones because i know goddamn that is too dense for billy to fucking it's grasp lot. it's fucking deep and shit like that like i think we'll me and billy may eventually yeah <laughs> like eventually we'll probably dive into madame Pavatsky for sure like me and billy will and then i think me and you can cover cover in depth about theosophy because it's it goes deep. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very condensed. And I, I've, I've tried, I've, I've tried to get into it, and it's like learning. Well, it's a whole like, new uh, well, in the next couple of months for the fans, me and Billy are going to be touching upon uh, Freemasonry soon, and that's a bunch of shit. Where it's just like repeat these fucking same goddamn sentences and memorize <laughs> this goddamn book. It's fucking bullshit. Um, yeah, cause yeah, let's get into more of it. Like according to, uh, the classic medieval Renaissance, uh, hermeticism or neoplast, plat, platonism, platonism. Platonism. Oh, cause it's fucking about Plato. And then obviously (laughs) they got Rosicrucians thought that the astral body, it's linking the soul to, it's almost like linking the soul of the physical body, but like there's like there's different astral planes. But we'll get into what they talk about, like or you can call it the etherical realm, because a lot of times they call the cord which connects your soul to your body while it's living is called the etherical cord, and that that's what keeps you like pretty much like rooted to your human body, and then when you die, the cord is essentially cut. So like yeah, a lot of people even will in see the that. Bible. Easy Clasties, I believe, is the name of the book in the Bible. Yeah. And at the end, where you're talking about that 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 cord, uh, there's a there's a, a a line in there before the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be shattered at the fountain, or the will be broken at the cistern. And they talk about that. It's like that silver cord. That that ethereal right silver cord that's connecting the 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 light body with the the physical body and yep. the 
and I talk about this a lot on my on my show, the Gnostics, they believed in something like that. They believed in the one and the one being the creator, everything. Yeah. And the one from that emanates these spheres outward, which create the eons. And that's what the, those are like different realms and each and in, the, in it, and each and in those realms, there's it's, it's, it's either a demon or an angel and they rule that domain. And it all links back to the same shit. That's why I'm telling you, bro. Like, yeah, I'm it kind so of links back it. to, uh, it's like when you're saying angels and demons, more or less, it's fucking aliens. Like that's, that's my belief is that yeah. there's, they're, they're extra dimensional creatures that are, or people or things or whatever. Ultra terrestrials, bro. <laughs> yeah. There can be anywhere at any time. Like, that's why it goes deep, and that's why you just said like these these astral spheres supposedly that yeah what you just said compose the heavens and everything like that. But like they're populated by demons and spirits and stuff like that. But like that's could be in our sphere outside of our reality, right? Like and then you have like the ancient Egypt, uh, the Ba hovering the Ba hovering over the body. This image is played on um, is based on its original found in the Book of the Dead. I actually have like. Um, a book of the dead for like retards. It's just a real, it's a really big, <laughs> it's a really big version of the book of the dead. And it has like uh, pictures of the hieroglyphs that's based on in the stories and stuff have like that. Have you read the Tibetan the book. book of the dead? Um, I actually, yeah, I, I've read most of it. I have a uh, copy of the Tibetan book of the dead. So maybe we'll get into that shit eventually. Uh, but the similar concepts of soul travel appears in various other religions. For example, like the ancient Egypt teachings, presenting the soul, Ba, having the ability to hover outside the physical body via Ka or the subtle body. So the physical body. And then I also have the one that like, and it's based in like Japanese because Japanese goes deep, the mythology. Yeah. The the is a manifestation of the soul of a living person separately from their own body. Traditionally, if somebody holds a significant grudge against another person, it is believed that part of their whole soul can temporarily leave and appear before the target of their hate in order to curse or otherwise harm them, similar to the evil eye. Souls are believed to like leave the body. But thing. no, it's very weird that Japanese people have that thing. Like me and my girlfriend, it wasn't terrible. Um, we re we watched the recent Grudge movie that just came out, and that's like literally that's based on a real thing. Like they've done so recent. many. How recent? Um, two thousand like eighteen or nineteen or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, really? yeah, the one guy from Harold Kumar was in it. Uh, Harold, he was in it. It was it wasn't bad. Like they did a decent job, like the gore and and stuff like that, because it's a little bit. It's a little scarier than the one I think in like two thousand whatever the fuck three or four whatever the first one came out was Sarah oh, Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I thought it was better than the original, but I watched the original. I was fourteen. But like that whole thing about like grudges, and that's based on ancient folklore that the Japanese have, and that they have. They like me and Mitch talked about strange Japanese legends, and it's fucking weird. Like they have a lot of stuff that's like goes deep and is rooted in spirituality and people. Like a lot of their stories and folklore is like people wanting to get revenge. Like a guy murdered his uh, wife, so now she comes back and haunts him. And fucks with every woman he's with. Like, it's stuff like that. It's almost like a karmactic thing where they believe that you can just come back and fuck with people, essentially. Yeah, and it goes into, like, the whole... That, that's why, dude, I love all this shit because it goes into the skinwalker. It goes into all that stuff. Yeah, of yeah. These manifestations into the real world. And maybe perhaps we can't see these things because we can't lock into that frequency. 
and no, we've be been, able yeah. to that's the whole thing with astral projection it, yeah it's been dubbed pseudoscience but that's the thing a lot of these ideas of back then they dub them like oh that's fake maybe yeah. they're doing that on purpose to maybe not have you unlock that no, they that they hide they hide everything and like obviously there's the secret school teachings which is a fucking huge thing to get into yeah. also stuff like that where freemasons and people of power know a lot more about what's going on than we ever will understand and me and juan and well me and billy whoever like we're doing this podcast we'll try our best to have an understanding of this stuff, but it goes so deep and they know so much more shit than we do. And they do certain practices that invoke certain things and, uh, able them acquire power and stuff like that. So like you got in Freemason too, there's like a whole thing about astral projection. Um, and there's some weird really? shit. Yeah. Like there's, there's like a weird shit about that, but also, um, I don't know if I told you this. I definitely said it on the podcast once, uh, but you know, Napoleon, the general, right? Yeah. When, he was he visited Egypt and they were like obviously going through a lot of the stuff and um, doing excavations I think because they just kind of were discovering Egypt at the time because it's they didn't really really dig it like and the fully get into it and they still haven't for fucking years after this but Napoleon 85% went 85% of Egypt is still under the sand yeah exactly and you got uh, so Napoleon went uh, went to where Alistair Crowley went uh, before Alistair Crowley he went into like the king's chamber and I, uh, you, uh, the story goes I think that he laid in the sarcophagus one of these empty ones for some reason and this is what Alistair Crowley did and he had an out of body experience and but the thing is that when Napoleon did this, he got like shot out of his body. Supposedly, I have to go if I um, if I remember, I'll mention on a prior or later episode, and I'll get more into it. But well, dude, he to, scared to the shit out that. of himself. Like he essentially he went in there and he got so scared he said he would never enter that room again. So that's like that's the whole like pretty much the whole story. But which is weird. Here's here's the thing. I have a friend of mine that's been that's been on my podcast a few times and that room that you're talking about, it's either the, I think it's the queen's chamber or the king's chamber. Yeah, it's one of those. And my, my friend has laid down in that, it's a box. Okay. It's a box. And cause mind you, there there hasn't ever been any bodies found in the pyramids. They've all been buried at the Valley of the Kings, like 2000 miles South of that. Some crazy number, which is, which is, way against what they teach us in school that it's the, yeah. these, yeah, they, these big over-engineered tombs and they never found a body in any of them so my friend laid down in one of these this box and mind you you're not supposed to hum any sort of frequency or, or tone in the in the pyramids yeah because they tell me once you step in there the energy you feel this sort of energy in the air almost like the air is is energized and when he laid down they weren't supposed to be doing that. They always have these private tours. They went in there with their group. And there's always one person there of 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 whatever the antiquity. They're like watching, making sure people don't fuck yeah. shit up. The guy was sitting there and they all together start doing this this hum like all together, everybody inside the pyramid, that that chamber. <clears throat> as he's laying down in the box. And when he's laying down in the box, he says that the box started to vibrate so much. Because it was so intense that he had to get out of it. But he, my theory about all this stuff is that with haplogene X, which is this gene in indigenous people that goes way back to the Mayans. It goes way back to Mesopotamia. It goes way back into 
the people, the, the indigenous people of Utah and all these Indian Native American people that they have this gene in their body that they're able to tap into a certain thing, that they're able to look into other realms. And my theory is that the Egyptians probably had something like this in their DNA where they're able to tap into something maybe at a certain part of the year, a certain time of the day, a certain time of whatever, and maybe perhaps just like how the Mayans disappeared and nobody knows where the fuck they went. Maybe as a whole people, they came together and, and locked into this frequency and fucking projected out of wherever the fuck it is. Because yeah, if you to, notice uh, uh, in the pyramids, density, yeah. if you notice in the pyramids, they have these shafts that go up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they go up like that into the air. So what if maybe that when somebody would lay down in there, they'd fucking project their spirit out through that shaft out yeah, to somewhere. Yeah, there's a bunch of You know what shit. I mean? It's yeah. fucking wild, And the bro. fact that you mentioned that about the vibrations, I'm pretty sure like that's what Napoleon said. He's like an overwhelming sensation. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, I'm pretty sure he said that he saw like, creatures and shit like that, which makes bro. sense because we don't know what the Egyptians are. I don't think they were a, a good race of people or whatever they were um, if they had a bunch of Jewish slaves, but that's just like what we learned from history we don't even know if that's entirely that's true what they say, yeah. that's what they say and that's what i'll always say but it lie the the fucking pyramids uh the great pyramids of giza line up with uh the astral uh well, orion's belt which inside the orion's belt is dracus O'Connor's, which is fucking where the reptilians live so yeah. my theory has always been that he saw like he tried to tap into something and napoleon was a bad guy the terrible person we could probably dive into him on this podcast because he was a dick and you know what i mean he was always after women and shit he probably saw some shit that he like that was his part of his consciousness like they knew that he was bad or a warlord kind of shit right like yeah well i mean maybe maybe he was more in touch with that darker side of the of the subconscious type of thing you know like a lower vibrational energy that he was in touch with and there was a lot of, I mean, Geng, you can say the same thing about Genghis Khan if he yeah. even existed, right? Genghis Khan was another ruthless motherfucker that went around conquering and killing and, and raping a bunch of people. And you even seen like how, what, I think you mentioned it one time on the episode, on a podcast where Genghis Khan has, like there's, in, in that part of the world, you can relate people back to him. Like yeah. they link. No, yeah, it's so like 30% of Asian people or some shit. Or that's I think it's 30% of everybody. But, um. Yeah, and that's uh, that's weird. And I think like uh, for the fans, we're gonna mention this at the ending also. But I'm gonna start releasing them on the Strange Brew podcast, the the series that this Strange wants every other Wednesday, so we can prepare more and do like the best content we can. Because I think uh, was we're, me and Juan were discussing. I think of it, like we're gonna me and Juan are gonna get more into history, shit, paranormal stuff. But we both really dig history and and weird old cultish shit. So. We're going to get into some really fun stuff because even saying Genghis Khan, 100% we could do that on this podcast. Yes. Like me and Billy mentioned him on the Villains of History episode, but like I would rather go deep on his whole existence. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've looked into him and I've learned about his life and stuff. And it's it's very it's all crazy, dude. It's it's a lot of these people back then and a lot of things back then. Like one thing and with this astral projection thing, one thing that blew my mind, bro. Helen Keller even wrote about like an astral uh, out of body experience. The deaf, Fucking dumb, and Hel- retarded person. <laughs> yeah, she's she's. I don't know. If she's retarded. She's deaf, she dumb, was, and blind. So that yeah. means you're if you're dumb. I don't think she was dumb, bro. She's she had. That's what they. Bachelor. That's what they told me in school. She was deaf, well, dumb, and blind. I, I don't think so. But <laughs> Helen Keller, dude, a blind and deaf person. She 
wrote about out of body experience how would a person who can't see, see or, or but hear? i've heard about that too um and i wasn't we'll talk about them down the road actually um but that's fucking weird but like a, uh, essentially with the ob experience of leaving the body and consciousness you end up at- detaching perspective and you have some you have weird awareness and it can direct you actually to locations or activities like flight yes you can fly if you have flown in your dreams you're literally flying no uh, there's no 747 required none of this shit like it's you can leave pretty much and that's what i've heard i've heard people's stories about um leaving their body and doing lucid dreams and so if we regularly suppose we have these at night but we just don't notice them in regular sleep most times. But if you wake up, which even Kevin Smith talks about this, uh, Jay from, or Sam Bob from Jay and Sam Bob and all the other movies he's done is he talks about his mom like dying and, and she died for a couple seconds when she had like a stroke or something like that. She's in a hospital bed and she, he's like, you know, like, what, like, are you okay? What happened? She's like, no, it's beautiful. Uh, she calls him tiger. She's like, it's beautiful tiger. Like there's no pain up there. And she saw, she said she saw herself flowing above her body and then shot back into it. I believe that. And, and to add to that, it is sometimes reported in association with dreams and forms of meditation. Some individuals mm-hmm. have reported perceptions similar to descriptions of astral projection that were included through various hallucinogenic and hypnotic means. So, mushrooms man if i could do that i think the, i could do that during mushrooms if you really tried like you have I, to me focus personally, i I, um, I wasn't able to sleep during mushrooms because no. i was just so but it's about putting well, your body to sleep like i that's well, what it's about well I, I don't know i don't know but like this whole altered states of consciousness and all this other stuff i, I i'm 100 percent you you said they they try to hypnotize you one time right yeah yeah it didn't work <laughs> it didn't work yeah I don't, you see shit like that I don't really believe in like hey, somebody. Hey, could, you know what I mean? I want, I want me to tell you a story. There is a case and these are the good ones. Like people that can pretty much alter your consciousness in some sort of way. So he brings his, this guy on stage. He's a father. He's uh, he's there with his daughter. Okay. And then he hypnotizes this guy. He brings up the daughter. He stands in front of the daughter, gives her something. Okay. The dad is hypnotized on stage and he's saying he there's no possible way he can see what she's holding. And he saw that she was through this guy's body. He was under hypnosis from the hypnotist. And he, for, he, he's for some possible reason, I don't know how he did this, but he made the guy see through his body to see what his daughter was holding. And his daughter was holding a watch and the guy could, bullshit, and the guy could even tell you the time on the watch how did he get him to see through a fucking solid object you you can you can plan that you can yes. call some you know what i mean like i oh, agree hey, with you. that yeah no you know i agree I mean? with that like, staging shit has been done numerous times in that's those why fields but i don't believe in one percent of, of me wants to believe it well, yes yes i want to <laughs> believe it have you ever had like like my sister my sister's into like tara like the the cards <laughs> yeah, like, I think I said that to you. I uh, I tried to learn tarot cards, and then um, I got those rune stone ones too, like yeah. that you shake up and you throw on the ground. That's like old school shit, and then symbols like appear and shit. Like, maybe I can get behind that. I just don't feel like maybe. Okay, maybe. And and this is funny that I'm saying this that I don't believe in that, but then I I believe in people locking into some certain kind of frequency and fucking like leaving as a whole people. Yeah. But I just don't believe like that somebody can. I feel that we all unlock something in ourselves. I don't know if somebody can like 
broker that like right like for example there's a lot of frauds the, out there man that's yeah like, like the whole religion is. like the whole religion thing that's a brokered experience type of thing right like it's it's yeah here somebody, i'll touch you and you'll be healed of covid exactly. oh jesus get the like, fuck out of here get the fuck out of here that doesn't, i don't believe in that right so it's like almost the same thing for me i don't feel that somebody can facilitate yeah. that experience for somebody Who's that else, guy? Right? Is it Benny Hanna or is that a restaurant? I think that's a restaurant. That's a, that's that, a restaurant. that one preacher guy, that famous preacher, I can't remember, I can never remember his fucking name, but he's the one that really does that shit and he has crowds of people and he's like, Jesus Dude, will touch you! And then he's I'm fucking... Pentecostal, bro. I was raised Christian Pentecostal. They do that shit all the that's time. That's fucking... They, that shit blows they go, my mind. And they do like, everybody falls and the Holy Spirit's all over and there's people speaking in tongues. I never believed in any of that shit. No. As I was growing i grew up in that dude i'd see people like going like saying all these words it's like if you were to go anywhere else that'd be demonic right like yeah, oh that person yeah we can get into religion sometime on this too even just as a open free for all but yeah i just think uh, that shit always blows my mind and that and that is also the the power of belief and will in one thing because like you're you really make these people believe and eventually me and billy dive into jim jones and shit because we just talked about cults me and you is that like shit like that like that he he was doing scams like that like jim jones is doing yeah, scams dude. like making them believe that he people was taking away their cancer shit oh yeah with they do. all their will dude people yeah. like the whole democratic and republican and, and political views people believe that with all their will dude and they they live and breathe that bullshit. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's bullshit. Your election's you know coming mean? up in November, right? Yeah. All right. We'll definitely that. be talking about that shit. Depending so, on who wins, COVID's going to be gone. You'll see. Yeah. Well, 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 not for the rest of the world. Maybe it's already gone for you guys. You guys act like it's not even nothing, especially you in Florida. I know, Florida. dude. Don't even <laughs> get me started. Uh, so neuroscientists are puzzled. While the experience is no longer dismissed out of hand by medical professions, science holds the view that OBDs involve neurological or brain dysfunctions. But if it's happening in every person, but after his own experience, Dr. Raymond Moody, an MD, had uh, became interested in near-death experiences and OBDs. Um, and in early decades, interviewed hundreds of experiencers and collected data defining common qualities of OBDs, OBEs, not OBDs, OBD is old dirty bastard from the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, Moody uh, identified nine common elements of near-death OBEs. Some experience, uh, some experience all, some only a few, some two or three. Um, so they just measure like lucid dreaming and dream states, uh, to overcome the fear of death by learning that we are not our bodies, but we are something obviously beyond this. And it's, they do deep healing. I guess this guy got into this doctor. Um, and after time, uh, he started getting into meditation and stuff like that. So that's what we were talking about. It's about meditation and supposedly some athletes learn lucid dreaming. Uh, like, so people can, you can. Supposedly what they're saying is the mind can be tough on the body. Rather than losing time to practice meditation during sleep, yes. yogis and people, you mm -hmm. know, they, this is huge in Indian culture, is uh, they continue working through the night while they're resting. And I've always heard that too, that if like you wake up really tired, even though you like know you were out cold and you had a good sleep. Because your soul was wandering. It's because you're wandering and you're doing stuff. And the, even the book I'm reading, as much as people don't like David Wilcock, um, <laughs> that he like, he just discusses things Fuck that David other, Wilcock. yeah, of course, that other people discuss, that other people have discussed what he's already saying, but how, you know, you're 
you can only manifest here on this physical plane. Like th- some people are 30, some people are 40 ish to 50%. Um, but people that are more experienced in their soul journey can literally like travel. They can be here on earth while being somewhere else at the same time. That's why simultaneously. I say you're an old soul, right? Like oh, uh, yeah. old soul, right? I think I am. Um, when my girlfriend went to a psychic, they said she's a fairly new soul, but learned it, learned it or something like that. But, so, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's backtrack a little bit. You talked about that lady leaving her body and and the soul. Yeah. So they've even obviously what, yeah they've even taught athletes as I was gonna say is to like visualize the game right when yeah. you're in a dream. Same kind of shit, right? It's like yeah, I can I can get behind that. You know, like so, here's the run. Quantum physics is kind of sort of that relating the consciousness, the, the oh, metaphysical yeah, yeah. with the physical. And this is like kind of sort of like that. There's there's this different plane of existence that's yeah. linked to our physical bodies. And astral projection is pseudoscience. But most shit is pseudoscience. One thing that I found. So people use astro uh, astral projection to go into the the what you were talking about different worlds <laughs> heaven's hell yeah. astrological spheres and other uh, landscapes and stuff like that one thing that i found very interesting that it gets into the western or you mentioned neoplatonism earlier yeah and Not he right. talks about he talks about the uh, individual microcosm the universe, the macrocosm, and then he says the rational soul is akin to the great soul of the world, while the material universe, like the body, is made as a faded image of the intelligible. So, again, it's this 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 weirdness. And what I like about this is is that at the end of the day, bro, like we're fucking like we're pretty much nothing. Like if if yeah. and I I don't know if I talked to you about this when you zoom into yourself, like like yourself, right, you. And you zoom in all the way, right? You get down to the smallest matter, which is an atom. Yep. You, that's nothing. You zoom out, you're your body. You yeah. zoom out from that in the world, you're fucking nothing, bro. Yeah. Out in the universe, you're a little speck of dust that is, is nothing, right? Yeah, and, that, and so, that's what we have to realize. And the people that, um, I don't know, don't believe in aliens or like extra dimensional beings in that kind of sense. It's like you got to be fucking kidding yourself. Like we are nothing compared to everything else, and that's what like rappers listen to talk about. It. Like everything is everything is nothing is nothing. Like you have to understand the 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 microcosms of everything that's going on right now. I was listening to Alan Watts the other day. I love I fucking was, Alan Watts. Earlier this week, I think on Monday. Such a and fucking he, great dude, man. Yeah, Rest he was talking about how there is no past, there is no future, there is only the eternal now, and that that dude that resonates with me so much. Because time doesn't exist. We're yes, exactly. It's a human construct. We're so yeah. fucking focused on like, oh, what am I gonna do tomorrow? Or oh, you know what I did back then? Like, no, no, no bro, I, we're and, in the fucking yeah. now, man. And I know we like, get a little more serious on this podcast, but me co- coming from like, like I, you know, I was arrested throughout my youth. Most of the listeners probably know <laughs> know that shit. But I, I did stupid shit, and I, I a lot of times in my later teens was like, you know, always like, what the fuck are you doing? Like into my uh, early twenties and stuff. Like, what do you, what were you doing? And I'd always go back to the past. Like, man, I did this or I, I fucked up this way or, and I would always go back. And a lot of people feel that. And you were just constantly dwelling on the past. And my mom used to like slap me on the head. You know what I mean? Like, what are you thinking? Just like, look, look towards the future. And I always take it from Mortal Technique saying this in one of his songs at the end. He's like, you can't make, you can't 
fix it or change the past, but you can make the future. So like, that's what people have to focus towards is putting yourself into the future and projecting that. Cause it's, it's, you don't want to look back, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and what I was mentioning earlier about the, the Gnostics and the emanations and the spheres and these different realms that they believed in, I have something here that we, we, we fucking went over each yeah. succeeding plane of manifestation is casual to the next a worldview known as emanationism from the one so the center the source proceeds intellect from intellect soul and from soul in its lower phase or that of nature the material universe so what i was saying the yeah. one creates everything else from that so from the one you have these spheres that go out and create yeah. the entire universe and that's what the gnostics believed in and the, and the and one it, true god right kind of thing so so the gnostics they they didn't believe in in like you know, when we think of Jesus, when we think of God, yeah. we think of this old it's, man. They just yeah, they no. just believed that the one was just a source. Just, yeah. a, 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 just it was like a light. Well, and that's, that's as much as everyone fucking hates David Icke or David Wilcock. That that is literally <laughs> like what he talks about is like he talked about the law of one, and that was his first book series in the nineties. Yeah. And it was all about that kind of thing, about being connected to the uh, So like, here's the thing. Everyone With the Gnostics in the upper eons, which is the 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 where the heaven where the where heaven is pretty much the angels and stuff like that mm. when you get to the upper eons they have this thing where they call it the watery light and when you look into the watery light you look into the water and you see yourself staring back at you when you see other celestial beings up there angelic beings whatever you want to call them when you look at them they see themselves in you and you see themselves and then you see yeah. yourself in them. So at the end of the day, it's it's like, well, it's, I'm you, you're yeah, me, we're all it's, one. It's right? ultimately um, compassion and empathy, which like most humans are capable of, unless you're a fucking uh, politician. Uh, but like it, it is true. And that's the way that people need to understand and look at the world is that we're all connected. And it's not the way that people think like I believe in the one consciousness kind of kind of. But it's more that like we are part of one thing, but we're mm -hmm. all sharing separate stories, but we're all still connected after all this yeah. shit like you and I'll, I'll should wait till I'm done this book. But it's dense like and I believe this before this book because I've heard about this shit before I started reading uh, David Wilcox books is that like. We're all connected in, like, you choose your soul group. That's what they call it. Or your soul family. So as weird as it is, even, I've heard that before. even me and you talking, this was pre-planned before we came here to do this show. And people you, may not. I love it too, homie. But, like, as much as people don't want to believe that shit, like, yeah. me and Juan are on two different fucking, like, two different countries, and we came together over mutual interests, and, like, you choose people to give you lessons and to, like, and I 100% believe that. Like yeah. I, I do and that people and that your mom in this life might be your sister in the last life or along yeah. those lines, right? Yeah, it, it gets, and I've heard somebody tell me one time, like, Oh, you have this sage in you that people want to learn from. I'm like, what the fuck do people want to learn from? I don't know shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, so I, yeah, people. To, that's what to, I've heard. <laughs> to add on to, and this is where I wanted to get to, and I know we're all over the fucking place because this is just. I'm it's just a going, bunch of things about spirituality, but I yeah. want to dive into so, a full episode on that anyway. The 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 one thing that really like interested me, and I was like, what the fuck? One of the people who would talk about this in his 19th century work was the French occultist Eliphas Levi. And 
and and his his work was Don taken by Helena Blavatsky and and I also believe what's the other guy's name uh, the great B six 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 Alistair Crowley and then Alistair and then Crowley. guess who took it next <clears throat> and Theosophy good, good old Hubbard yeah and all these other esoteric movements yeah and for those that don't know Eliphas Levi is famous for the modern day depiction of Baphomet the the what the satanic temple uses as their pretty much their logo this this as above so below exactly and it goes back into the same thing now if you want to talk about baphomet being satanic or not but the 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 quote-unquote interpretation of how you're supposed to see this figure as is that duality right but that oneness at the same time so if you notice he is both animal and Human. Androgynous. So yeah, he's androgynous. Yeah. So he's both male and female at the same yeah. time. And you have this duality within. And, and the the whole, the the art itself, the depiction of Baphomet, it has a symbolic meaning for every, each and every single part of yeah, yeah. the drawing. But it goes back again to that one thing, the oneness, right? Yep. The the, the white and the black, yeah, the yin and, and the yang and all this. Yeah, this and that's why that like I've I've found very deep interest in Satanism since I was a kid. Like that I've always wanted to be against the norm. And that's what like Antoine LaVey did and using that symbol and stuff like that. But like it goes deeper than that. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? And that's and it is weird that, you know, it can be depicted it's just, we live in a fucking crazy world. The more I think about it, like, you know, if I say that now, like, I haven't talked to my aunt in a while, the one that's, like, Jamaican and super religious, and, she, like, she, she would understand me because she has, like, empathy for everything, but she would understand me, but still would think I'm crazy for saying that stuff, but if you go deep into it, like, they know what's going. Like, people have to wake up. Uh, but let's get into some methods. This is kind of... This is... I like this. This is fucked up. Okay, so listen to this shit. So there's do, there's a bunch of methods learned to be able to astral project. Uh, there are two different approaches. One is to keep the mind awake while the body falls asleep. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to do. Um, when I used to do... Uh, the a, a bad thing back in the day, a little cocaine when I was younger, and I I had to put myself asleep. You know, my girlfriend's beside me, and my heart's racing like a motherfucker. And I just want to sleep, so I would actually try to put myself in states of sleep. So I would like deep breathe and allow myself to fall deeper. In. And I used to get close. Wait, so after you were coked out, you try to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, and I would and I would do deep breathing and shit like that. Like it was like a night with the fuck, boys, and, and and it worked. <laughs> and it worked sometimes where I literally got my whole body to like feel numb, but then my brain is going like a thousand miles a minute. So it was I got I got close. I feel like to actually actually projecting that moment because my brain was totally awake. But it, the yeah. the thing is, if you can get your body to fall asleep. That's the goal because then your body won't move and you can leave it. So, and I feel like I got close, but I'd always fucking scare myself. So, or the other method is, uh, the mind wants to do what the body is doing. The goal is to take your body into a deeper and deeper states of relaxed, uh, relaxation without actually drifting into sleep or unconsciousness. And it's like, you have to focus on something specific, what I'll get into after this. Um, but Ancient yogis, this is so weird because it talks about all these yogis and obviously like yoga people and they would tie two frogs together, okay, before sleep. Once tied, the frogs frogs would continuously croak. So this is before you have a record player or a CD player or fucking music everywhere. Um, A yogi would use the sound 
as like an anchor towards his uh, awareness as the body like drifts into sleep. And he would either leave the body or enter a lucid dream state. And if dreaming the yogi could no longer hear the frogs, he or she knew they have been in they're in a dream so they could like put wake up inside the dream or they would end up astral projecting and they could see themselves over the body and i found that fucking weird and a gr- weird trippy way to do it is to play something and it when you don't hear it is when you're connected like when oh. you're which is fucking so it, it would blew my mind they'd use rabbit rabbit and like over, like over and over i can't rock or whatever the fuck frog sounds like <laughs> I think I, we failed to mention something very important at the beginning. Yeah. Or we can even say it now. Why somebody would want to astral project. And I, I just came up. I was looking at my notes here. And one of the things is, and we talked about fly. angels, demons, you can fly. and all this. You can fly. You know, I'm sold. You can fly, right? Well, number one. But other people also in other, other ancient religions and ancient cultures, they use it to acquire knowledge of certain things so in certain part i think it was the amazon they would use it to go up for their like their their god of of hunting or animals so they would you know go up and talk to that god and be like hey make sure that we have enough game to kill and eat and feed our people you would also have like people who would want to heal a sickness they would go up and consult the celestial beings now this can get misconstrued because i think it was on the last episode that we were talking i was talking about the language of the angels and anaki and magic and all this stuff where they tap into this different frequency that they're able to talk to quote-unquote angelic beings now that's satanic demonic to you whatever it is right (laughs) because we have this woo woo and this dogma associated with talking which i don't fuck with that by the way but sometimes people use <laughs> astral. Yeah, I know you do. As people use astral projection to tap into the Akashic records and being able to oh, download. Oh yeah, okay. No, it's, no, it's fucking crazy. From the cloud, yeah. This is crazy because me and Billy talked about this. There's two things I want to say that are fucking nuts. So there's, I'll talk about this story first about how I, I remember reading the story when I was like a teenager about astral projection. How this dude was like, he's like good buddies, like kind of like me and you are across the way. They would talk all the time. It was a buddy actually in Germany, and this guy was from the States. And they're talking and everything. And he's like, oh, I've been looking at this astral projection shit. And then so he fucking says, like, I'm going to try this. And his buddy falls asleep. And they're like playing a video game or something together or watching videos. And the guy that is astral projection, uh, projecting says he traveled to the buddy in Germany because he was thinking about him. And he yeah. saw what the dude was <laughs> typing on, what he was doing. Yeah. I think the dude was falling asleep. And then the guy, the German guy was still awake. So he observed his actions. Good thing. He wasn't like whacking off or something. Well, you and, can have sex in the astral plane too, and the bro. Dude you, w- you and yeah. your other chick somewhere can go back into the astral yeah. plane together, meet up, have sex, then go about your business. Like, yeah, dude, I've heard about that. And, and I was gonna say crazy. this is crazy that he like woke up and then typed his buddy and was like, "Were you doing this?" Like, I don't know how true this story really is, but I find it so fucking crazy. And he's like, well, "Were you doing this? Like, were you looking up this?" And he's like, "Yeah." Like, what the fuck? How'd you know that? What like, was that one guy that we talked about before the podcast? The David Wilkes Cox, yeah, well, uh, yeah. buddy? Yeah. Oh, uh, D- uh, Corey Good. Corey Good. Yeah, I think even him. the CIA has talked about astral projection and using people yeah. to to seed certain 
things. But the, you'll find this interesting. What I was gonna say is like that when me and Billy talked about the Dolce base uh, in New Mexico, yeah, the whole alien base. There was somebody like they used to say that like people, I guess. Uh, would astral project and they would try to go inside the Dulce base or Dulce or whatever you want to call it and they would end up getting trapped and this is fucked up because I remember hearing about this and reading upon it is that people would try to astral project they try to get inside the base because obviously it's locked down maybe people have done Area 51 and we're like oh I'll try this one and so I go in and then somehow somebody knew about it something happened energy changed they have aliens in that base go listen to the episode it's fucking weird and then so we actually projected and there's people that supposed to be got caught. And I said to Billy, I was like, imagine that like you're like you're you wake up and your daughter's like, I don't know, or someone is like, you know, comatose and they just stay that way the rest of their life because their soul is trapped in the Dulcie base. I don't what know how real fuck, it was. Dude? Isn't that weird? So they can yeah. trap astral souls there. Trying That's to crazy, get <laughs> but I, I could believe it. Right. If they're able to do like this, like, what the fuck? This weird fucking magic dark magic type shit you know what i mean yeah um if you're down i'm gonna i'm gonna read the steps and i'll put some relaxing music in the background <laughs> relax both physically and mentally enter a hypnotic state or half sleep deepen this state by taking your mental sensation or physical sensation and focusing on it pay attention to the present vibrations, the presence of vibrations in your environment, which becomes apparent in the, in the state of deep attention and relaxation. Incur the vibration into your physical body. Relax into its presence. The purpose of it is to gently giggle the, the subtle body out of physical body. Focus your thoughts on leaving your limbs and your torso. Try to do it Carefully, slowly, so at a, each time, focus on your brain. Focus on your face. Relax your face. Focus on your chest. Focus on your breathing. Which is true. They tell you to do that shit. Like, focus. And you, honestly, what a, a great method is to be able to reach a meditation state is to literally think about your breathing. One of the videos that I was watching on Astral Projection, the guy was like, breathe from your gooch. It's the area between your asshole and your <laughs> balls. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? That's funny. So, uh, it's, okay, um, relaxation. But to you're supposed to breathe from your, I'm going to say this, but you're supposed to breathe from your diaphragm, which uh, drama teachers will teach you that shit too, is to breathe through your stomach. Let your stomach raise. Don't actually use yeah. the upper part of your lungs. Use the bottom part of your diaphragm. So you're supposed to breathe. But like, and I've done this before, is focus on your, fo focus from the top of your body to the bottom of your toes. You focus on relaxing your face. You focus on relaxing your arms. You feel it. I felt it. Like your whole body if you start focusing on just relax, just relax, and you're listening to some nice music like we have in the background right now, or, you know, having some waterfall, like there's different ways to do this. So you're focusing on lifting yourself out of the body and people, honestly, that I think that are less stressed, that don't really carry stress a lot. It would be easier to do this. And, um, I was going to mention these methods co come from Bob Monroe. 
Uh, I've mentioned him before. If you read his book, it's like good, but there's a little, it goes in a little racist terms at some point because it was written in 71. Uh, but the founder of leading research organization of human consciousness called the Monroe Institute, he would actually plan these like techniques out and try to get people to journey outside the body. And that's what the book, book he wrote in 1971. Called it the real time zone, no? <clears throat> RTZ. Yeah. Yeah, Bob and Rose interesting. He's the one that kind of like he's the one that uh, this guy supposedly died for seven days, or he was uh, well. They I don't they, I don't know how you died for seven days, but and he he's the person that I've uh, talked about that says uh, you know there's no lies in the afterlife because he supposedly died. He was unconscious in a coma, but like his heart I don't I don't okay, I can't remember the whole fucking story, but he pretty much died, and then. He kept, like, he saw his whole life flash before him. That's what they say. And he saw everything in synchronicity. So there's no time exists. So it was everything at the same time. So he saw the pain of, like, he saw what happened to his daughter through an entire life. His wife. Everybody around him, he saw it within a split second of their whole life, everything. And he talks about how there's no secrets in the afterlife because of that. You see everything at once. I did a I did an episode with a buddy of mine who... On a DMT trip, he lived. He was doing ayahuasca in the middle of the Amazon somewhere, and he lived forty different lifetimes, and he saw his death in every single one of those lifetimes, including the one that he's living in now. That's just fucked. And um, that's fucking wild. Bro. And well, I'm getting to it. We can get into psychics more on this if you'd like to. Maybe actually, uh, Halloween's coming up, so maybe we'll do that. We'll talk about psychics because I got some stories. I'll leave it for that. Remind me to tell you about the the story of my girlfriend's mom going to a psychic. And I think yep. we should just do that. We'll do we'll save that for an episode, like get ready for it. And obviously there's different ways to do this. So relax the body and all that shit. So like that's the point I was getting to. Um, but if you want uh, we can both chime in on this. I have a, a, a couple things about like people that have visited other planets through either astral projection or possible alien technology. I think it's fucking bullshit, dude. Like, I, we'll like, see. what was that guy's name with with the Wilcox guy? I was, you know, I was oh, telling you that. Yeah. But he talks about going to, when you were talking about the bases and all that stuff. He talked about going to the moon, and they made him sign some paperwork in the moon and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I know, Corey. Good. I actually yes. have a weird plan to actually do an episode about him. I think Billy will just call bullshit on everything. So. I don't know if maybe I should just do it with you, but I do. I want to talk about David. I think it's bullshit. I want to talk about. I, I know, and, and it could be. It could be. Okay, it could be. But I like do that wanna, type of shit. I don't I know. know. I think people <laughs> do it to gain like popularity and for clout. Uh, it's just like, like uh, maybe Corey Good. I don't know too much about Corey Good, but I've known about David Wilcock for like. Now, if you told me you took time. mushrooms and you went to the moon, yeah. then I'd be like, all right, bro, it's, you're on the it's fucking It's part of moon. the MyLab projects, man, and the MyLab projects. <laughs> he went up to the moon, and then there was like... And I've made this joke over a million times on the Strange Fruit podcast, is that they, they, had a, they had a base. The Nazis built a base on the moon. It was a swastika, and they built it into the shape of a square, right? That's from David Wilcock and <laughs> Corey Good and talking about it. it just, I just like the nonchalant way. If it's all bullshit, man, he's a good he's a good storyteller. But like yeah, how a lot of people are, dude. That's you know, call, it's called acting. Why can't I do that? Then? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make up a whole thing. How I was an you alien abductee, bro. Yeah, you could. You really <laughs> could. Like, like, and one one fun fact too. Some people link falling dreams with projection. So it's like you got knocked out of that world and you just fell back into your body type of shit. 
That is weird. Interesting. You'll yeah, like this. Weird. So we'll finish it off with a uh, couple of these because that you can <laughs> come go, in. Go ahead, bro. Fucking hit me with whatever right. you got. I want to hear this shit. In Please. the 19th century, Englishman <laughs> William Denton. Can you cl- not read it in that voice, yeah. though, bro? <laughs> uh, William uh, Englishman William Denton claimed that his power of um, psycho psycho psychomimicry. So it's like it's it's, it's this way it is. It's pretty much taking facts about an object and a person's physical for their physical content. So it's like holding an object and being like, "Well, you touched this when you were six years old, and your uncle also, okay, you I know, what you, stuff yeah. like that." Yeah. So, um, which it supposedly his whole family was connected to this power and it allowed members of his family to actually visit other planets in the solar system. It's psychometric, is what they call it. His first psychometric experience. Uh, involved the use of geological samples to view off of Earth's distant past. His okay. wife, so he got his whole family in on this shit. He's like, "You're you you got the power of sight. You got the power of sight." They all get their whole family into it for some fucking reason. Uh, his wife Elizabeth reportedly saw a vision of a giant prehistoric insect after touching a piece of quartz. His sister Anna uh, Cridge. Uh, that's a terrible name. Uh, envisioned uh, or envisioned an eruption into the sea after a touching a fragment of volcano lava. The family would later turn their psychometric power to the heavens. Dayton's son Sherman reportedly visited Venus, described giant trees shaped like mushrooms. That's fun. Uh, filled with sweet jelly. So this is Willy Wonka's fucking factory. And created... Uh, a, res- a resemble to the cro- a cross between fish and muskrat. Oh, he saw creatures that were between a fish and a muskrat. So it's a uh, that's fucking creepy. He visited Mars. Also, people by the race. Uh, people had a there's a race of people with four fingers, yellow hair, and wide. I don't know what that means. Blue eyes who uh, flitted around with. They oh they flew around with um aluminum flying machines, which is like I know <laughs> aluminum's light I get it but uh and then so Dayton also visited Marge uh Mars Miss Dayton so Elizabeth the the wife visited Mars and described their art culture and religion in detail Jupiter meanwhile. Uh, was people that by blue-eyed blondes, so like Nordics, and these people could float in the air, and women wore braids down to their waist. So it, yes. Fucking Aryans. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's literally the Nordics. So they went to Agartha, which is in the center of the earth. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I got a, yeah. bu- I got a couple more, and they're both all fucked up. Uh, Swedish philosopher Emanuel Swedenborg. Uh, believe the universe was filled with other planets inhabited with humans, though they were spiritual beings, which they should be. Uh, he claimed to have been guided by God, an angel through spiritual tours into the heavens, hell, and cosmos. So this guy is saying that like he got, he was able to see hell, heaven and hell. Though the Lord was able to commune with the spirits, not just of this world, but also the others... Uh, Schwedenborg uh, voyage through the solar system was a spiritual journey, but he came back armed with knowledge for his neighbors. Uh, men of the moon were described as dwarfs about the size of a seven-year-old boy, um, though stronger in stature and thunderous voice. So they're like, that's fucking weird. 
There's a bunch of weird shit with this. Mercury, Mercurenes, uh, so people from Mercury, resembled Earthlings but oh, wore, wore tight-ass clothing. So that's like sexy. Uh, they were also hungry for knowledge, able to read memories from a tr- uh, approaching individuals, and they counted... Um, they, have a, they have a weird society. Okay. They counted... Uh, no, so what, you went all over all the planets yeah, all in the, the planets, solar system? Yeah. Fucking bullshit. And then supposed to be in Venus, there was the they were divided in two groups, one peaceful, one gentle. And he he said the Martians, the Martians, man, resembled humans of various hues without facial hair. So like one dude was yellow, one dude was green. Uh, but they had perfect communes, so they're like a cult. Uh, wrong thinkers being exiles, like get the fuck out of here. They wore clothings made from tree bark, uh, but they're on Mars. There's no trees in Mars. Uh, and we're apparently the best. That we know of. And they, this, this motherfucker saying they're the best people in the universe. Like, they were so cool. And he also, he says that uh, the J- people from Jupiter were upright, soft-spoken, happy. There's a lot of these motherfuckers. Because we have a lot of plants that are associated. They were family-oriented. So people from Jupiter love their family. Uh, they obsessed with washing their faces for some reason. And had a tendency to walk on their hands. So this guy's fucking crazy. He was on an acid trip. Finally, Saturn- LSD, yes. yeah. Finally, Saturnarians were restrained, humble people with low self-esteem. They had interest in food and clothing. Rather than buying their dead, they would cover them in leaves. Oh, buying their dead uh, or burying their dead, they would just cover them in leaves. So great people, the people from So Saturn. he went to, what's that one planet? He went to Ava- every planet in the solar Avatar. system except for fucking Pluto. Because I guess that's not a planet. <laughs> what's that one movie? The what, What's the Pandora, right? That's the Avatar planet. Oh, uh, Avatar. Yeah, Pandora. Yeah. I used to, this guy saw everybody. He he hung out with every single fucking person. Call bullshit, bro. I also kind of call bullshit. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. One last one, okay? Because this one's fucking stupid and funny. Uh, in 2014, an alleged whistleblower named Captain K claimed he spent 17 years of his or 17 of his 20 years in the military on Mars, protecting five. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Protecting five civilian colonies. He claimed he was recruited into Mars Defense Force, which they called the MDF, uh, from a convert branch of the U.S. Marine Corps called Special Section. Although the MDF apparently recruits from a number of different military branches, the main human colony of Mars is the Arius Prime built in the middle of a crater. Captain K... And it's shaped in a swastika, right? No, that's that's the moon. Oh, my bad. Wrong wrong base. <sighs> Captain K reports that Marge, Mars has uh, a breathable atmosphere, that's what he claims, and occasionally uh, a shitty climate, <laughs> essentially. Uh, his mission was to defend the human colonies from two indigenous races. A reptilian race and an ins- uh, insectoid race. I believe this one. I, be- I definitely um, believe this one. There is a lot of shit that goes with this. Who knows if this guy's right, but this is very true that there is race. He had me at reptilians, dude. <laughs> uh, so aggressive in defense, 
but not expansionist, so they don't want to expand on the colony and all the other shit. Usually content to leave the MDF, uh, this military force, and the Mars colony alone. Uh, so you can't really leave it. You just have to stay there. But things took a turn towards the end of his service as an all-humanary personnel were ordered to retrieve a sacred reptilian artifact from a cave. The ensuing Fuck battle yeah. killed almost a thousand personnel and left only 27 survivors. Captain K said he hopes his testimony will bring light to the breakaway human, uh, human civilization on Mars, and he is backed up by Michael Ralphier, uh, who claims... His 20 years service included covert, uh, covert operations on the Red Planet. Also, it gets fucking deep. Uh, Laura Eisenhower, who claims to be the great-granddaughter of the president, which Eisenhower actually was a decent president, also claimed to attempts to be recruited to the Mars colony. And this is also connected to, like, Majestic 12. Uh, just let me say one thing before you chime in, because this shit goes deep. Like, what the fuck? Like, that shit, to me, is crazy i've never and, heard of majestic 12 um actually maybe we'll dive upon this but majestic 12 is a group um a british group like fbi but alien okay. it's like it's, it doesn't exist in their records um but i heard like fucking years ago when i was like a teenager how because uh, I listened to a lot of alien stuff and a lot of alien abductee cases where a dude from Australia George Calavisius I think his name was uh, how he was abducted and how there was there is supposedly uh, people that went to Mars like a human a breakaway civilization that went to Mars from Earth or some other place but they're humans and they end up on Mars and the reptilians end up wiping them out and killing them all and eating them it's a them. good movie that's a good movie that's idea that's a definitely. fucking great movie idea yeah I would definitely watch that shit 100% would watch that. So isn't that fucking crazy? The fact that, like, I don't know if I believe it, but I, I remember hearing about this shit so long ago that it just, like, blows my mind still. It's like, imagine that. Imagine if, like, there was supposedly the race of beings that are on Mars that maybe had a cataclysmic event that they knew about and then lived in the underground and then fucking crazy. Yeah, I've, I've tried, dude, like, stoned as fuck just to lay there and try to astral project. Yeah. But... I, <laughs> I wish I could do it. Cause you know when you're stoned as fuck, like you you get that that like your twirling, twirling yeah. motion. You know what I mean? Like, like that almost type like you're, of shit. yeah, you're sensing. Yeah, no, and yeah. I, that's why I just got that Bubba that Bubba Kush. So like, I'll be in it tonight. Um, no, that was fucking fun. Like that's weird shit in general. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do I believe all the other stuff about people? Like I told you, I don't feel that other people can facilitate that experience for others and this whole psychic yeah. medium bullshit. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, that aspect of it, but I do believe that we are able to tap into something and even ancient cultures and religions. have even talked about it where there's these other realms, other dimensions, and I can get behind that 100%. Fuck yeah. Like the whole, you know, different yep. realm and shit. And uh, honestly, this will be released every other Wednesday now. Uh, we're going to get really deep into a lot of historical shit. I love that shit. Like for Halloween, me and Juan are juggling maybe and doing like the Druids because I, I want to go deep in the Druids and what they were and who they were. So maybe we'll do like, an episode on that coming up to Halloween. Uh, we got me and Juan have some plans to do some Halloween shit. I'm kind of excited actually. Yeah. 
definitely. We'll do some haunted places or something like that. Like I'm, I'm super stoked. But yeah, look out for every other Wednesday now. And uh, if it comes to it, maybe we'll end up doing longer episodes and doing like hour and a half and like doing something deeper. So we got ideas going down the pipeline. Yeah, dude, for sure. All right, hail Odin. Hail Odin. <laughs>